Hi, I'm Trish. Heather and I are fit models with near identical size six body measurements, who've been paid under contract to maintain these measurements for the span of 20 plus years. This happens to be where our bodies naturally fall when we follow our own fitness, nutrition, and wellness methods. This is our version of perfect. We're writing a book called Paid to be Perfect that will share these methods in an effort to help you find your own version of perfect. Hi, I'm Heather, and today we will share tips with you that we use in our own lives to not only keep our body measurements exactly the same, but also to help keep us sane and healthy. In this podcast, we're going to focus on fitness, specifically how our pre-pandemic fitness habits compare to what's happening now while we stay at home. So Trish, let's get started. When are you working out and what's changed while being at home? Well, one thing that hasn't changed, and you may be surprised, it's my 5.45 a.m. morning workout time. With being furloughed from fit modeling and kids no longer getting up to go to school, it would have been definitely easier to just let this healthy habit slide. And what I've learned over the years is this phenomenon called habit stacking. I first heard about this from a book that I read, a professional development book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. The basic idea is it's around habit formation and how we can accomplish more by focusing, really focusing on less. Our bodies get natural rhythm, whether that rhythm is good or bad. We tend to stack habits on top of each other. Um, an example would be a bad habit will tend to stack on top of another bad habit and good habits can stack on top of other good habits. Uh, this, a, a good example of this is uh, when I wake up in the morning uh, and get an early morning workout in, I usually immediately follow this with a healthy breakfast. And then, I'll, uh, then I get to working with clients on their health and fitness goals. Whereas if I stay up late and sleep in, the kids would then be up when I woke up. And I would probably miss my morning workout and likely push my breakfast time back or skip it all together, then likely get hungry and not have the best nutrition. So for me, maintaining this early morning workout has been essential to staying on track with my health and fitness goals. In addition, I could no longer see my friends in person because of this pandemic, so I also decided to add an afternoon workout uh, through a virtual gym as a way to be with other health-focused, like-minded women. Uh, this fills my cup. It gives me that kind of midday boost, uh, not to mention the fact that this extra workout space uh, is also helping to offset extra treats and uh, that I've ultimately been having during this pandemic. <laughs> Uh, we meet Have up. We all. <laughs> yes, yes. I, and it's so hard during the pandemic when you do have that moment of uh, emotional stress. We do tend to go towards that extra treat. So this is this extra fitness time that I added in the afternoon is really a double double edge, a positive benefit for me. It's helping to counter those extra calories while also giving me that uh, group of health focused women to tap into. Uh, but we meet each other in the virtual gym room, and then it's really just an accountability piece because everybody presses play on the own, their own workout they want to do. Some people are doing yoga. I'm usually doing weightlifting. Um, some people are doing cardio. And then when we're done with our workouts, we kind of high five and click out of the, the virtual gym. So my tip is uh, what's most important is to find the time of day that you can consistently fit in 
uh, a time to move your body, whatever that is for you. Uh, you may not be a morning person, but if you find that you can't consistently fit it in any other time because you're busy with kids and family time, then you might just need to get it in in the morning time and just suck it up, buttercup. So Heather, I'm going to pass it on to you. What fitness has changed for you during this pandemic? So I discovered on a Thursday in March that my son would be out of school for a month. And I found out a couple of days later on a Sunday afternoon that my restaurant would close indefinitely as of that evening. But my lowest point in this experience so far was actually the next day when my yoga studio closed. I showed up on a Monday like I usually do and didn't find out until class was over that it was the last class. And I almost cried because Moto Yoga is my sanity. It's my community of people. And for some reason it was having yoga classes taken away that was literally my last straw. And it hit me even harder than becoming a brand new homeschool teacher, which isn't easy to my 10 year old um, or closing our restaurant, both of which were huge and still are huge. Um, so I remember I went into the class that day thinking that they would simply reduce the class sizes and we'd all stay several mat widths away from each other and going to class would be my way to deal with all the other stuff. Um, you know, and it was just too many things in a span of a few days. And it really made me realize how much I depend on my yoga community um, because just being in that hot room alone is an instant stress release. It's sweating out all that tension and breathing deep and just lying in Shavasana. I mean, before you even start the class, you're already laying there decompressing. And I suddenly didn't have that. So yeah, that, that hit home hard for sure. And I think that was when I finally started to get that life was forever different. So the biggest change for me so far in fitness was that I went from going to my yoga studio three or four times a week to yoga at home. Uh, so I put a space heater in my room to try to warm the room up. Of course, I can't get it nearly as hot as the studio, but I am happy with like the Zen cozy vibe of the area in my room that I created. Um, if I do it in the late afternoon, the sun comes in, which is nice and pretty. Um, I did it uh, for the first couple of weeks myself just me and my mat and some music. And then a few weeks into that, into this, I got uh, bored with that. And I signed up for a free trial on the Moto app for a month. Um, I think it's $20 a month to continue past the first month, which it looks like I'll probably end up doing as this thing goes on. Um, another change is that my son Luke and my dog Gigi sometimes end up in the room with me during yoga, which is fun, um, but distracting at the same time. Uh, my son especially loves Shavasana. It's known as dead body pose, which is kind of why I think he likes it because of the name. But despite being interrupted, it is really nice laying down after a good yoga session snuggled up with your people or your pets or both. So, I mean, I don't snuggle up with the sweaty people next to me at the yoga studio. Um, <laughs> so that's a strictly being at home thing, which is another difference, I guess. Um, so my first tip would be to try to make it work wherever in your home you can, hopefully someplace that you can shut the door and have some space to yourself. And if you do get interrupted, just get back into it as soon as you're able to and don't use it as an excuse to stop completely. I know that for me in these times, if I really want to make 100% sure I have me time, I throw on my running shoes and go. Um, otherwise, interruptions happen. So just continue when you can. 
Um, another change for me is that I'm running outside regardless of what's happening with the weather. I absolutely hate running in the cold. I hate getting all bundled up. Um, and the cold for me is about 45 degrees and below. So I run indoors on a treadmill when it's my running day, you know, pre-pandemic times. Mm -hmm. the, when I go to the, the gym, the valet at the parking lot always says to me, well, it must be cold out today whenever <laughs> I drive out because he knows I'm only at the gym when it's cold. And if it's, if it's raining, of course, it's a treadmill day as well. Um, so now the weather is basically how I organize it. I look at the weather and I see what's happening for the next few days. And I figure out what I want to do that way rather than having a set schedule for classes and then running the other days, which is what I used to do. Uh, for my workouts, I'm into anything that combines flexibility and strength like yoga and bar classes. I like Pilates too. I just haven't done it in a while. And I also like to change it up whenever I feel like I've been doing the same thing for too long. So my pandemic fitness routine is about two runs a week, uh, two yoga sessions and two bar sessions from an app that I love that was actually recommended to me by my neighbor, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. It's uh, called Allo, spelled A-L-O. And um, I'll do that whenever I feel like uh, I'll do... Uh, you know, bar or something on the Allo app whenever I feel like my body needs that on the other day that I'm not doing, you know, the regular stuff that I do. So if it's nice out, I might do a long bike ride like I did yesterday. Um, or maybe I'll do something else different from the Allo app if it's not, if it's not nice out. The cool thing is, is there are so many great resources right now during this pandemic. So everything that I'm doing right now is free except for Allo, which charges $20 per month after the first, I think it was 14 day trial. And then if I continue with the Moto Yoga app, they'll charge uh, $20 after the first 30 days is up, um, I believe. Glow, G-L-O is another app that I haven't done yet, but they also have a free trial and it looks like another really good option. So I might check that out before this is all over. I love free options. So those are all good things to look into. Um, but as I said before, strength and flexibility are the type of workouts that I go for. I was actually given an analogy a long time ago from I don't even remember who about how a body a bodybuilder can break like a twig um, if they don't focus on flexibility. But a yogi is like a tall tree and can be blown whichever way and still remain standing. And I kind of love that thought. Um, although keep in mind, flexibility does flexibility doesn't mean you have to do the splits or even touch your toes. It means you are working on gently lengthening and allowing for change without forcing it. And as a matter of fact, the more you try to force it, the more locked up your body gets. So it's more of a letting go rather than forcing anything. And at this point in my life, um, at my age, I honestly don't think my body could even handle running on concrete regularly if I didn't work on my strength and flexibility. So it all happens together and complements the other. Um, so my next tip would be to cross train, do different workouts every day to help with the monotony of being at home, as well as help your body work different areas. And also experiment with all the free stuff that you can do right now, like any of the free trial apps, because that's fun and cool. And you can use this time at home as your chance to try something new. So uh, Trish and I have talked about the changes that we've experienced pre and post pandemic. And the next thing that we're going to talk about is consistency. One thing I'm not consistent with now is what time of day I work out. So it would be another change as well, because I used to do classes at the same time every day on specific days of the week, but the pandemic schedule is basically whenever it works. In general, my pandemic workouts have ended up being late in the afternoon to early evening because my son's school schedule is heavier in the morning 
And I like uninterrupted time blocks, like when it's his time to get on electronics or be outside. I rarely work out in the morning. Trish is never going to see me at her 5.30 virtual gym ever. <laughs> Sorry, Trish, but I will not be doing that. I will be in my bed warm and cozy. Um, it's usually for me, like I said, sometime in the afternoon. And uh, we've made adjustments, you know, every week, basically. But I just, you know, I know my workout's going to get done at some point, And I do it whenever I have a part of my day to do it, basically. Um, so to me, it doesn't matter what time of day you get it in, as long as you just make sure that happens at some point. So my next tip would be is if you're, if you know you're a morning person and you won't get it done in the, as the day gets, gets going, then get it done first thing. But if you start off slow, like I do in the mornings, then just do it whenever you're motivated and when you feel more awake. In any case, you should find the best time of day that works for you, which may be different from the time of day you worked out in pre-pandemic times. And it might be different every day which is fine because that still works. Um, to make that happen, to be consistent, I do workouts that I like. And I actually try to do as many things in a day that I can that make me feel good every day. And that might sound selfish, but it's actually the opposite because the better I make myself feel, the better mom I'm able to be, the better wife, the better friend, and the better person. Um, one of the main reasons I love exercise is because I consider it my healthy, high-quality me time. And I like running because it's my moving meditation and ideas and thoughts literally pop into my head while I'm running that I feel wouldn't come through otherwise when I'm trying to multitask. It just, it clears my head, which is what I need right now and always really. And it's just as important as the physical benefits that I'm getting, if not more so. So I use all exercise as a time to go within myself and see what I'm made of. Like, what do I do when things get a little tough? What happens when my heart rate goes up? Can I slow it down by controlling my breathing? And what happens when it's hard to push through? What do I do? So another tip would be to get curious about your response to what you're doing, especially when it gets tough and ask yourself what happens when it's hard to push through. And if the answer is I gave up, well, then what can you do differently next time to make it work for you? It's totally okay to fail or fall down, which I actually literally did about a week before this pandemic happened in like early March. I fell down when I was running, like in the middle of nowhere, and I skinned my knee. Um, thank God I had on gloves because it protected my hands. Um, but the point is, is getting back up is all a part of the process. So just remember to just keep trying. Um, okay, so Trish, you're up. Tell us uh, what you're doing. Yeah, it's interesting, Heather, because there's so many things that we do similar yet different. So I really think that those listening are going to benefit by hearing the things we do different, yet there's some at its soul, there's um, a lot of similarities. So my pre-pandemic uh, fitness focused mostly on weightlifting at home and running. Um, however, as the years have passed, I run less and less, but I still really enjoy it. Um, so these, those are my two go, go to soul workouts. Uh, but during this pandemic, I have been mixing it up a little bit because as I mentioned earlier, I've started adding in that afternoon, uh, kind of that second fitness time. So during that fitness time, I've, in addition to my weightlifting, I've been adding in some home boxing workouts. Um, I stream this at home the same way I do my weightlifting. 
And one of the reasons that I do this and try different types of fitness, even though it's not my sole type of workout, is that I know that exercise science shows that our bodies are efficient machines and learn over time to burn less calories when we do the same workout repeatedly. And that kind of goes back to Heather's point of the importance of cross training. Our bodies really do best when we do different types and try different types of fitness. Uh, so for this reason, I do try to throw in something new and different here and there, even if it isn't my favorite type of fitness. Uh, while boxing, even after doing it for six weeks, still isn't my favorite type of fitness, it has added some muscle confusion that I can tell because um, there's different muscles that are sore that I don't normally feel sore. And plus, it's fun and it leaves me feeling like a tough chick when I'm done with the workout. You're definitely tough. Yes. <laughs> so also getting outside and being active is something my family has always made a priority. It's something we enjoy doing as a family. Um, especially on Sunday when we go for Sunday family hikes. These are normal habits that have continued to become even more important during the pandemic, both for my mental health in addition to the physical element. So my tip is whatever you choose to do, do something you enjoy or at least that doesn't suck, right? Nobody wants to be moving their body and trying to burn calories and do fitness that they just loathe while they're doing it. Uh, you're just more likely to be consistent. Uh, also, mix it up and try new things uh, to keep from getting bored. And um, if you are interested in an additional type of uh, way to, to try fitness at home, uh, the, the way I stream fitness, there is a free trial that I would be happy to um, connect you to. So just reach out and let us know. Um, so uh, as far as how I'm staying consistent, yes, it absolutely helps that I know I will eventually be going back to fit modeling after the stay at home order is lifted and I will need to meet my fit model measurements on day one. So I keep that in mind because none of us knows when that day is going to happen when they lift that stay at home order. And then I get the call to come back to work. And the last thing I want to do is to have, is to not meet my measurements, is to have an extra 10 pounds on my body that um, I can't go back to work right on that first week. Because when they lift that order, I want to go back to work. Um, so first- and Get out of the house. Yeah. Yes, and get out <laughs> of the house, right? And yeah. first, first, let me say that I seldom weigh myself. Uh, this may come as a surprise for some of uh, some of you, um, especially since knowing the fact that um, Heather and I are paid to maintain our exact body body size. I think you don't weigh yourself a lot either, do you? I think we've had this conversation before. No, no, I have actually lately a little bit more than normal, just because I mentioned last week in uh, the last yes. broadcast that I did gain seven pounds. So now I've been like checking in more now that I'm eating more normal and not hoarding the snacks. Um, you know, like every other day right now, but normally it's maybe once a week, maybe every couple of weeks um, just to check in. But no, I, I don't, you know, not, not every day for sure. Yeah. I mostly use uh, just how my clothes fit and then uh, follow that feeling up with a, a tape measure to check in a couple days, especially when I'm fit modeling actively, I check in a couple days with a tape measure around my body just to make sure I'm within the range of what I need to be when I uh, go to get measured. And for this reason, in, in this method, I have never been more, um, 
I have never been outside of my contracted uh, measurement parameters, which is really they prefer a quarter of an inch either way on your measurements. So uh, it works. If you just put on your jeans every couple days and zip them up, you will know before ever stepping on the scale uh, if you may be off, whether that's under or over your normal. So get out of your loungewear, try on your jeans, see mm -hmm. how they feel. Um, that, that'll go a long way to showing you uh, what your next steps are. So also for me, accountability to other humans is a key success factor for me. It's often, I know Heather's very um, driven and doesn't need the accountability as much. I definitely need the accountability. It's often hard to show up for ourselves. I know many, uh, I've heard that from many women. Um, it's hard to show up for ourselves, but um, uh, it, it, it's easier to show up when you have somebody there depending on you. We kind of get have that inner mean girl that starts telling us to sleep in or uh, you know curl up in your bed. It's okay to miss a workout. There's a pandemic going on. Uh, so having that other human or a group of humans to show up for helps me get my butt out of bed um, mm -hmm. and get the workout in even without even thinking about it. Uh, it's just like showing up for a meeting with your boss. You know you have to do it and you can't be late. That's uh, that's my 5:30 virtual gym. That's what it does for me. I show up because I know others are depending on me to kind of turn the lights on. So my tip is even during this pandemic, when we're all wearing lounge pants uh, to put on your favorite jeans at least once a week. And if you're struggling to stay consistent with fitness, find another human to be accountable to, even if it um, is over live video or a message check-in daily with a friend or sister. Um, so Heather, how are you managing to stay consistent during this pandemic? Oh, you just shared a little bit about that, didn't you? I did. I did earlier. Um, but I, I do have one more consistency tip. Um, it's just because you just I, I agree with a lot of what you said, except for the, you know, the 530 <laughs> portion of it. That's never going to happen for me, as I said before. Um, but my consistency tip would just just be to start to believe that you want to work out um, and it will at some point become true for you. Um, and that's just the, the, the best thing to do for consistency, I believe, because I feel like people do what they want to do um, and don't do what they don't want to do. So just remember how you how good you feel after each workout or even during each workout if you're at that level, because it does feel good. Maybe not initially, but, you know, once you get going, it really does feel good. Um, and just remember that uh, even if it doesn't feel good right away, especially if you're brand new to making daily exercise a thing, it will eventually make you feel good. Uh, so just keep going, you know, as many days as possible. Um, okay, so let's now talk about why fitness is important. One of the reasons it's important for me, especially during this pandemic, is that exercise is an instant stress reliever and a mood lifter. And I've experienced this so many times. It even gives me energy when I'm tired and it's important now because I believe that my best defense against not only coronavirus, but of anything really is a healthy immune system. Not to say if you do everything right, you still can't get sick. You can. And absolutely, you know, if you do everything right, you can still get hit with anything. Um, and regardless, nobody does everything right all the time, especially me. But to give your body and your immune system the best chance with proper fitness and nutrition is at least something you can do when there isn't much else to do aside from wait this out. Um, and I know when I get sick with a cold or a flu, that's usually when I'm not taking as good of care of myself as I should be. 
Um, so it can be stress or a lack of sleep or toxins or pollution or heredity or your ethnicity or your age or nutrition or fitness or so many other factors involved in who gets what. And especially right now, there's just so much confusion about all of this. Um, but one thing I want to mention is an article I read that a good friend of mine posted. Hi, Leanne. Um, the same friend that actually challenged me to a crazy handstand, but that's a story for another day. Um, but this article is on neuro, neurosciencenews.com, and I can post a link to it. Uh, but the summary is this. A regular exercise may help prevent or reduce the severity of ARDS for those with coronavirus. A single session of ex exercise increases the production of a critical antioxidant called ECSOD, helping to reduce the effects of COVID-19 infection. And the source is the University of Virginia Health System. And again, I can uh, put a link up to the, uh, to the article itself if anyone's interested. So again, there are so many conflicting theories out there. Um, I'll probably read something tomorrow that says the opposite. Don't exercise, it's horrible for coronavirus, but regular exercise, you know, it's good for you. We all know that. Um, and the quote about that the regular exercise increases antioxidants and may help with the severity of coronavirus, which is that's, you know, that's when it's bad. I mean, if that's true, how cool is that? That's at least, you know, something positive, I guess. Um, so who knows what's what at this point, maybe exercise will help some and not others, depending on a bazillion other factors. I have no idea. Um, the experts apparently have no idea either. Um, so especially with coronavirus, uh, if you do get it, don't rely on this or any article. Everything seems to change daily. So definitely check in with your doctor before trying to do anything to make sure you're getting it straight. Um, but the fact that there's a lot I don't know right I don't know right now. Um, one thing I do know is how I feel overall when I work out and how I feel when I don't. And I believe that you'll feel your best and give yourself the best chance against anything you do get if your immune system is on point through living a healthy lifestyle and fitness is a very big part of that. And uh, to be clear, I, I know I've talked a lot about working out every day, um, which is what I do but that's more about making it a daily habit. If you're sick or injured, obviously don't push it. That only makes it worse. If you try to work out and push yourself too hard, too fast, you can do a lot more harm than good. And I actually experienced this several years ago with the hamstring injury that still bothers me sometimes to this day because I didn't take it slow enough. And uh, I sometimes have a hard time remembering that slow and steady wins the race. It's just my personality. Um, so if something is off with you physically, in addition to consulting your doctor, always listen to your body, uh, get plenty of rest when you need it and go with what feels right for you. So to sum this all up, my fitness is important because combined with proper nutrition, it really is my highest line of defense. And so my pandemic tip is to do something physical as a habit and eat right. And know that the thing is with this or with anything, is that you can only control yourself and your reaction to all the stuff going on out there is the key. For me, I get really stressed out when I can't do anything about a problem, especially when it's ongoing and you have no end in sight. So daily fitness is something we can all do to make the situation that's happening work for us. You can turn this into a time to take care of yourself. And if you take care of yourself first, you'll have the proper, proper energy to give to your kids, your partner, your aging parents, or your neighbors. And remember that any small change you make with both your nutritional habits and your fitness routine will add up exponentially over time. So every daily thing you do, even if it's only 10 or 15 minutes of physical activity a day, it's still worth it because it all adds up 
both the healthy and the not healthy choices are ongoing and you see over time what you create for yourself. So choose healthy things and do healthy things because you can. I want to mention quickly one tip for all the parents out there. It's uh, take 30 minutes out to play with your kids. That's another great option. Even something as simple as playing tag works. And especially since the kids' friends, you know, are all away from them for who knows how long. Uh, and in Ohio, we just found out yesterday that schools are officially closed for the rest of this year. So it's even more important to make sure the kids are getting time to get some physical activity too. It's just as important for our sanity as it is for their well-being for them to get some of that energy out so they're not bouncing off the walls. So it's a win-win. And uh, one just very last quick thing before I turn this over to Trish, right now we have a very big chunk written in our book, Paid to be Perfect, on nutrition alone because it's that important. So until we get that out and tell you in detail exactly how we eat, know that trying to work out on a regular basis without being fueled by healthy whole foods is really hard to do. You'll struggle big time. Um, I know you might still stress eat during this pandemic or even in life. And, you know, I might too, to be honest, I'm sure I will. I mean, this isn't over yet, but do try to give yourself the best chance of making exercise happen by giving your body what it needs most days, um, nutrition wise, and know that fitness combined with nutrition is the key to making it work. And that's all I've got for today, which is a lot. Um, I hope you can all process all that. Uh, so Trish, why is fitness important to you? Well, beyond the obvious of it as a fit model, it's a job requirement to keep my measurements the same. The number one reason is that I know I feel my best and can be my best for those I love when I have fitness in my life and I'm working out consistently. Fitness helps us to not just survive, but to thrive, to have not just a longer life, but a fuller life. It provides those feel-good endorphins. Uh, fitness helps me deal with difficult people and difficult situations. It's a, it's a stress and anxiety reliever. It's an outlet for anger and fear. And for all of those reasons, fitness is even more important during a pandemic than a pre-pandemic. For not just us, but for our spouses, our kiddos, our family members, our neighbors, the people that depend on us, fitness is important. Uh, my tip is to find your deeper why for fitness, not just the surface of to lose weight or change your outer appearance, which those things are great too. You want to feel good in your skin. Uh, but really find that deeper why. Think about what fitness can give you beyond the exterior changes. Um, find your deeper why and why fitness will, will, when you do that, it will rise on your priority list, um, even during a pandemic. Okay, so that's, that's kind of wraps up our um, pandemic fitness topic. Uh, that's our first paid to be perfect pandemic edition for fitness. This is what works for us, but you're you. So take from us what feels right and make it your own, however that looks for you, especially during these ever-changing times. If you want to hear more, please like and follow our Paid to Be Perfect podcast with Heather and Trish. We're also on Facebook, Insta, and Twitter. Ask a question, leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be happy to address them on future podcasts. We want to have fun with this podcast, so please be engaged. More than anything, we want to help you find your own version of perfect. 
So stay tuned for more, including info about our book, Paid to Be Perfect. Stay safe, be well, and know that you're perfect.